And now, an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's 2CC. Well, it's that time of the week again. Time to welcome to the studio once again from Envision Financial, Luke Smith. Luke, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are we? I'm... So far, so good. They haven't caught me yet. You know how it is. <laughs> well, it seems to be like we're in here every other day at the moment. So, And I see that you've once again brought along another bodyguard. Yes. What is it? You don't trust me. Well, I do, I do. But, you know, the, the chief of security here, Mr Miller, he's a very you know, scary All right. individual. So. Well, please introduce us and tell us why he's here. Yeah, so as we have an extension of Property Month, um, I thought it would be really advantageous to get Chris in. Chris is the managing director of Vantage Strata and... As most people would know, as part of your broader investment opportunities, that could be buying into a unit complex or into something that has a strata component to it or a body corporate where you have a collective of dwellings. Um, and that could be a group of townhouses, that could be a group of units. Um, and Chris's company do a very good job of managing a number of units because the business has grown exponentially over the what last seven, eight years? Eight years, yeah, eight, eight years. years in October. Yeah, so they, they manage tens of thousands of units around the country. Um, so I thought it would be useful to get Chris in to talk about, well, what does Strata do? What are you paying for? Because everybody that owns mm. a unit gets these bills every quarter and go, oh, my Lord, what is this for? Yes. Um, Chris is just going to shed a bit of light on what they do, how they operate, and, and some of the innovations and changes that are coming to ensure that unit holders – maintain the appropriate levels of legislation and building controls as as things change over time. All right. Well, Chris, let's start with the obvious question, shall we? Is a strata manager the same thing as a property manager? Uh, no, they're not. Then thanks for the introduction, Loki. I think you invented a word there, exponentially. Exponentially. Oh, um, no, a property manager is not the same thing as a strata manager. A strata manager uh, manages the body corporate or the owner's corporation, which is the collective entity um, that represents each unit owner's interest in the common property, whereas a property manager manages individual properties and they collect the rent from the tenants on behalf of the landlord and, and are charged to look after things inside of the unit. So in simple terms, I think in strata management is the, the ma strata manager's in area of interest and responsibility is outside of the front door of all of the units or townhouses, Property managers' interests are on the inside, on the other side of the door. Okay, so um, if it's a, a building with a, a lot of apartments, the strata manager is responsible for the whole building? Yeah, for the whole building, the superstructure, um, certain elements of the of the structural integrity of the building because the laws of physics, funnily enough, don't really care whether something's inside the door or outside the door. If there's a load-bearing beam or, or slab, then that is obviously not just of interest to the to the unit owner where the problem occurs, that's of interest to the whole building or certainly the people below them and, ab and above probably. Yep. Um, so, yeah, the, the idea of strata, I mean, strata is actually a uniquely Australian innovation. It, was, it emerged in uh, the eastern suburbs of Sydney in the early 60s and it was this, it, it arose from the desire of these largely wealthier individuals who wanted to own apartments by the by the by the ocean and they set them up as company title arrangements where you would own your you would own shares in a company the company would own the entire building you'd own shares in a company that gave you rights to a certain area of the space well banks and credit unions didn't like that particularly that was very hard to lend against you know notional shares in a company that owned 
stuff that so mm -hmm. the the strata laws were created to allow individual ownership in property in real property with the collective ownership in the rest of the building which was what we call the common property so you own your unit it's yours the bank can lend you money against that you can have a mortgage against it it is yours entirely in your own right but you have a common interest in the swimming pool and the lift you can't use your unit if you can't get to the lift to get up to level six to go into your into your apartment therefore you have some common share and interest in all of that stuff okay so uh, obviously there are different types of strata properties there's uh, the sort that i was talking about an apartment building there are also townhouse complexes and apartment complexes and so forth there's a wide variety are there any differences between those particular types of property there are some key differences uh townhouses will just we'll, the distinction we'll make is townhouses versus apartments in townhouses more often than not, um, the the unit, as we define it, is the is the parcel of land that the townhouse has been built upon, and the unit owner of that unit owns everything on that bit of land and the and the townhouse, and they're generally responsible for looking after if the roof leaks, if there's a problem with the with you know the walls cracking or or things of that nature, they've got to take care of the whole lot. In an apartment building. Um, obviously, it's a three-dimensional, you know, volumetric has volumetric qualities to it. It's 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 um, it's not possible to define a unit as being, you know, the walls, ceilings, and floors of unit unit one without also having some mechanism to ensure that if there's critical maintenance required to the slabs and the columns and the structural walls that that it's clear how that how the owner's corporation or the body corporate responds to that. So in that circumstance, the person still owns their unit outright, but there is a shared responsibility for things like the structural the structural integrity of the building mm. and certain areas of maintenance that if one person failed to look after it, that impacts yeah. every one of their neighbours. And, and of course, there's a, um, when we're talking about strata management, uh, there's also a body corporate, which is actually a committee of owners usually, isn't it? So what's the interaction there? Yeah, so strata, th there's some words that are used interchangeably some of them are official words and some of them have have no meaning but they've they're part of the lexicon so body corporate does not actually have doesn't feature in any of the legislation in the ACT there is an owners corporation which is the collective group of all of the owners and people sometimes use body corporate as a term that refers to the same thing there is an elected group of individual owners amongst the owners corporation who form in the ACT what we call the executive committee or if we're crossing the border into Queanbeyan which I try not to do too often but we're talking about a strata committee over in New South Wales. Right. It's it, That's another point isn't it because the rules are different in every state and territory aren't they? Yeah every state and territory has, has its own legislation um, which is very difficult for operators in the ACT. I'm, I'm, only joking about the, the New South Wales stuff. I'm, I'm, I've got a place there and I'm there all the time. I, I like to rib my dad because he, uh, he lives over there. But, but, yeah, operating in the ACT and also operating in New South Wales is really, really complicated and difficult because it's an entirely different legislation. The requirements are different. Even the terms and vernacular can be very different. So it yeah. requires a lot of effort to set things up to be ambidextrous. And, of course, uh, yeah, as investors, people might choose to invest in property anywhere in Australia. So you've got to be aware of these differences in the rules. Yeah, you've got to be aware of the differences. But, you know, it is a, it's a, it, 
you would be foolish not to start to become familiar with it or comfortable with it because I can tell you that 70% of all new supply of housing in the ACT and, and broadly across the country is going to be provided through strata title, either townhouses or apartments. Mm. Um, more and more our communities are organised around efficient hubs of work, play, eating, lifestyle and living and tr- uh, transport hubs, light rail is a perfect example of that. Um, so, you know, people that will often say, oh, don't buy an apartment, you've got to buy a bit of land. Well, that's well and good, but God's not making any more land, yeah. uh, but he is making a lot more strata units. He, he certainly is. And uh, when we pay our strata fees, <laughs> what happens to the money? Where's it going? What's it doing? Well, I'm glad you asked that because there is a real <laughs> misconception. People will often say to me, oh, I pay the you, strata, I pay you guys $2,000 a quarter and, you know, for the amount of money you get, you should. Well, the truth is, we're not getting. We're just collecting all of that money on behalf of the owners' corporation. Our fee in managing the complex is a fraction of of that yeah. fee that people pay. The vast majority of that goes to things like the building insurance, um, because in an owners' corporation, particularly in an apartment building, you can't insure part of a building. Just like the laws of physics don't care where, where a unit starts and ends, I can tell you a fire doesn't doesn't care a great deal whether it's moving to common property or the neighbour's property. So these buildings have to be insured collectively under one master insurance policy. That's paid for by the owners' corporation. That's probably 40% of what your strata fees go to. Um, then you'll have um, costs such as water consumption, something that's... Um, our friends in New South Wales do much better than they do in the ACT. This is, you know, a real rocket for the ACT government to to change this. But in the ACT, there's only one water meter for just about every apartment or townhouse complex in, in Canberra. There is only one master wow. water meter. All water yeah. consumed, having showers, washing your dishes, doing anything else, is measured by that one meter and it's paid for by the owner's corporation. So you can you can be as responsible as you like with water, or a lot of often disputes arise. People say, "Well, I'm caravanning around the country half the year, and why should I pay proportionally mm-hmm. the same rate of water as the person next door that's got six, you know, yeah. students living there?" Well, that's just the way that the that the arrangements work in the ACT. Yeah, so, and across the border, it's different from that. Across the border, I I don't I I don't know universally if this is a true statement, but. They do have individual separate water metering yeah. in most jurisdictions of New South Wales that yeah. I've been familiar with. And in Queensland, it's become more common as well because um, I'm from Queensland and uh, where I live, uh, we were all uh, requested to install individual water meters and now that I'm renting my place out, I send the bills to the tenant. Yeah, well, it's actually hmm. a real missed opportunity in the ACT that a t- a, an investor in a strata building in the ACT is potentially prejudiced because of the fact that they can't pass on the cost of water consumption because the ACT tenancies laws require that if you're going to charge for utilities, it needs to be measurable yeah. uh, separately. So, that's, so a, that's a complex area, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. Very. So that, that's a really good segue into part of the services that you provide as a strata manager and, you know, shed a little light on the difference between some providers and others and given your scale and, and the size of your business, you know, if if my wife happens to blow the washing machine up at two in the morning and there's water spewing out everywhere, 
What happens then from a strata perspective? Somebody can ring you and say, right, get somebody out here quick. I'm about to wash the kids there. Down the drain or? Yeah, well, there's a couple of things that would happen. First and foremost, you'd, the question would arise is what was your wife doing washing the washing the clothes at <laughs> two in the morning? But once we'd overcome that, um, yeah, if there's a major incident, it, a, a major emergency of a, of a maintenance nature, then my organisation, Vantage Strata, runs a 24-hour service to respond to that to that problem. And it does happen mm. regularly. Um, you know, people will, uh, for various reasons, offer. The most common problem is people don't, in a brand-new building, within the first couple of months, they don't attach the hoses correctly to the back of the washing machine and one busts open and there's a and there's a major flooding event that never happens at 2 p.m on thursday no no that only ever happens at yeah midnight on a sunday and the bloke who's ringing is normally his name's murphy yeah Mm. so we we've got a full staffed um after hours emergency maintenance response for that i suppose the difference between Mm. between us, us and others is when you've got scale, you know, you lose certain things, but mm. you gain other things and the ability to, to have that sort of resourcing mm. um, is pretty important. This day and age when buildings are as complex as they are and just a lot of stuff can and does go wrong. Yeah. yeah, And that is, of course, the other major component of your strata fees is going towards maintenance issues, isn't it? That's right, yeah. A major component is day-to-day maintenance, particularly in apartment buildings, you know, they will all most, but any new apartment building will have a fire system. There might yeah. be a a, um, a contract that needs to be in place to look after that. They have hot water tempering valves. They have all sorts of stuff that has a rhythm to it. But then every building has a need to put money aside for the capital repairs, which we call in the ACT the sinking fund. And yeah. I and I call it. It's akin to your superannuation for your apartment building. You know, it's mm. mandatory. You have to put money into it. Um, but you might not be spending that money for two or three or ten years into the future. Luke Smith from Envision Financial is with me and uh, alongside him, Chris Miller from Vantage Strata. Today we're talking about what does your Strata agent actually do? We'll be back with more in just a moment. I'm with Luke Smith from Envision Financial today and Luke has brought along with him a special guest, Chris Miller from Vantage Strata. And we're talking about what does your Strata agent actually do? Luke, we've gotten almost to the bottom of this mystery, but there are a couple more things to cover. Yeah, look, I think Chris's comments before the ad break really simplified the service offering that they provide and the way that they can look after and assist you with either where you live or what you invest in. I think going forwards, one of the things that's becoming probably more and more prevalent, you'd see this uh, far more than most, is, you know, this, the electric vehicles and how do we deal with that in a in a building context. Can you just touch on how sort of that market is evolving around the electrification of buildings and dealing with innovation and tech? Yeah, look, there would not be a week that goes by at the moment where that question doesn't come up from from a client of ours or a prospective client or just from uh, colleagues within the industry. How are we going to approach what we call the electrification of these buildings? So the ACT government and you know and, and other state governments, federal governments, putting in place fairly aggressive policies to try to move towards electric vehicles and various other energy efficient models now that's going to require some thought about retrofitting the buildings that already mm. exist you've got to remember there are 10 percent of the population of the entire country currently live in a strata titled building so there's a, a number, there's a lot of you know there's about two one point one point two at last measure it's probably gone up considerably 1.2 trillion dollars of brick and mortar real estate value 
the replacement value, not the real estate value, sorry, of strata title buildings in, in the country, they're all going to have to presumably come to terms with upgrading their electricity infrastructure to allow for um, electronic vehicle charging and it is not as easy as it sounds mm. the answer is just not very satisfying I'm, I'm afraid look it is different for every single building mm. um, most of the buildings that we're dealing with that want to retrofit will have to upgrade the the electrical infrastructure to accommodate even a you know a relatively small number of charging stations more often more often than not you know people are going to be wanting to have a charging station in their own um, their own parking bay they're probably going to have to accept some measure of commonality or com communal charging stations yep. or a cap or a limit to them of, of charging bays that could, could be facilitated without upgrading their building's infrastructure. That's then going to be a similar exercise when we look at gas and the and, and shutting down gas for, for buildings and replacing it with electricity. And a lot of people will say, oh, well, I, I'm glad that doesn't matter for me because we don't have any gas appliances in our apartment. You may well and almost certainly do have gas hot water um, and you might not realise that, but the but the hot water will be centrally heated, and then delivered to your front door, and then measured through a flow meter about how much how much gas you've consumed. But that's all heated by gas. Very few of the very few buildings are heated by electricity at the moment. That's going to have to be retrofitted over the coming decades. And there's a fairly long time horizon, but the time to start planning and putting money aside and working out the engineering of all of that stuff is now. Yeah, and that's again picked up through the sinking fund and, and allowances for that in forecasting of budgets and the collection of information. You need a, of, you, of money. You need a manager with some expertise in the in facilities management to be able to assist you through mapping out that process. Done. Indeed. Well, Chris Miller from Vantage Strata has been with us in the studio today with Luke Smith from Envision Financial. Luke, where do we get more information? Yeah, look, 62604749 is the office number, envisionfinancial.com.au on the net. We've also got the strategy stacker, Luke Talks Money on iTunes and Spotify, and a lot of this will be covered in the book that we have out, as well as the YouTube channel, Envision Financial Canberra. So there's a little something there for every platform and every preference. Chris? If people have got concerns, questions, or are looking to try and blow out what they're going to do in relation to those innovations, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, get in touch with us through our website is bestvantagestrata.com.au. We're servicing the ACT and New South Wales, particularly Jerobomba and Queanbeyan markets um, in New South Wales. So, uh, yeah, give us, a, give us an inquiry on the website. Office number? Office number 1800 878 728. There and I'm all over the internet. <laughs> Isn't everybody these days? Well, it seems the people I know are all over the internet, but that's Absolutely. obviously a story for a Saturday afternoon. I'm sure it is. Thanks very much for coming in today. Thanks, gents. Thanks, man. That's Chris Miller from Vantage Strata and Luke Smith from Envision Financial. And Luke will be back with us again at the same time next Friday afternoon right here on 2CC.